I don't. I did not have to peg my volume all the way up in the car to be able to hear us. Except for Joe. No, I oh. no, get no, the no, Joe. The that last, one's not the last episode. Prior that Joe. that will be the uh, known as the, uh, well, the lost, lost episode. episode. Jimmy said right so out. We're gonna we're gonna miss out on episode sixty nine and a doomsday clock review, which never fucking happens anymore. And it's your fault. Uh, is it <laughs> all your fault? All your fault. They're all gonna right. blame you. I'm not Joe. I'll friend. take I'll take the blame. I'm not Joe's friend either. Oh. Does and Joe have that's friends? our cold open. <laughs> hey. Hi, this is Joe Schmalky, the artist and writer for The Electric Black from Scout Comics. And you're listening to Comic Book Rehab Podcast. Hi, I'm Paul. Hi, Hi Paul. Paul. Fuck you, Paul. <laughs> All right. So I guess we're going to try and talk about comic books again for the second time this week. I'm joined by Dave the Hungry Hatter. Hello. Please do not have a donut around this man at all, and it will, will not end well. You can have for a the donut, donut around me, it but just don't keep your hands anywhere near Listen, it. it won't I'm end well for the donut. I'm surprised you didn't throw it on the table, pull out a credit card, chop it up, and just snort the fucking donut. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, if he doesn't classify donuts, especially from Sweeties, as food, because he claimed he didn't eat anything yet today, then maybe he classifies well, it as Well, I can as see a, it. It's not really drug. food. Oh, no, no. That was only one donut. That's not yeah, eating. That, that, that filled an eye tooth. It's it's still probably several hundred calories per donut. What's your point? I'm just saying. <laughs> Dude. He breaks we a were, sweat there several, several hundred calories. Look, even Jimmy wasn't even halfway through the sandwich, and this one's done through a Philly cheesesteak. And I I was up, fucking hungry. <laughs> and eyeing up the desserts and going, hmm, what was it, uh? Double, double, no, I got red velvet, oh, red, velvet. Velvet. All right, red velvet cake. Yeah, and he's like, oh, oh, I'm thinking about the red. <laughs> we can see you're thinking about it, Dave. Yes, yes. Jimmy Kimmel almost live, and your ad here, Josh. Yeah, sure. No, no, forever it? now, he will be known as Joe's friend, Josh. Joe's, Joe's friend, Josh. Hey, we finally got friend. you a permanent nickname. That's okay no, with me. He's not, he's not a. Joe's not his friend. He said that. I'm the average Joe's friend. Anyone that's listening that is average. Our, our listeners are nothing but average. Heathens. Maybe below Total a little bit. heathens. I mean, they listen to us. <laughs> you think there's a god if I can be fearing... Friend, if I can be friends with Joe, I can be friends with almost anybody. Yeah. Just not Jimmy, right? All right. No. So I guess that's with I said almost anybody. the recent... Um, well, books that came out. And, on. Well, yeah, we'll, well, we're going to try and talk about comic books. And, of course, Joe or uh, Josh's whether or not he has any friends. Uh, we're going to talk about the books that came out on 9-11-2019, the year of our Lord. Savior Jesus Christ. Sure. Actually, he just oh, retired was, from work. Bendis. Well, my, my Lord's Cthulhu, so. Uh, I go off a slightly different calendar, but anyway, 
Did Cthulhu um, or Jesus get a double page spread in DC for several months leading to his his, his <laughs> second coming? I, I've I served many gods. Well, second coming then got switched to another publisher, so there we have it. All right, so Jimmy had the idea of, uh, hey, why don't we all reread Amazing Spider-Man 36, which was the 9-11 tribute issue. I did not get the um, memo. It was in the group text. I missed it. So, really? Really, really. Okay. So, I vaguely remember it. I have read it. Jimmy, Josh, and I read reread this um, as our homework. Um, I missed Straczynski. Oh, my God. <laughs> you almost tear up at the end. His, his writing throughout it, it's, it's kind of... And if I read that, I think that... Oh, boy. I'm not sure. I think that was the first book in continuity or series that actually dealt with the 9-11. The Heroes book, I think, came out first, but that was mostly art and some... You are correct. Pin-up pages. I think that came out, but then I think Amazing Spider-Man was the first one to uh, come out where one of the heroes was actually dealing with it. Um. So for th- that was that was super fast tracked. They they must have got that done real uh, real quick. But again, if you're going to get two people to go get a book done real fast, and hey, we're going to press with this shortly. There you're two. Cause yeah, because that came out what December of '01. No, that would have been out. Uh, I can remember this because I remember selling those. That well, would have the, been the... on the stands. I want to say late October. I was going to say, it wasn't very long afterwards. I, but it's listed uh, really as quick. December 01, right? Then it I came think. out in October. Yeah. So. Now, I, I'm pretty sure I think I had that because I was, I was selling at the time. And I remember going to one store. Everybody else was, you know, doing limits or, you know, everything. And this one store, he had a shelf full of them. So I grabbed pretty many. And I left some on the shelf, and I, w- I was figuring they weren't going to let me buy them all. They did. Went back the next week, refilled the shelf. I'm like, well, okay. I'm grabbing them all now. I grabbed them all. They let me walk out with all of them. And I sold that book for pretty for a long time, and it took a little bit till they started driving up. I was going to say inching its way up. It that one was a slow burn. Yeah. Uh, go uh, nowadays that would have been a fifty dollar book on the day it came out. Oh, absolutely. And oh, if not it more, it would have been and, in seventeen printings and and everything. And the, else. the thing about it is, it's not that it wasn't in high demand. I think a lot of it had to do with people had morals back then. Plus, it was well. The internet wasn't like what it is yeah. now. Not only that, but <clears throat> the wound was still fresh per se. Well. Okay, so what had happened right after 9-11 was, like, everything stopped. Like, literally everything stopped. People stopped going anywhere. They stopped shopping. They st- Everything stopped. Because I was doing so much with the comic sales, and then, like, literally that, that rest of that year, it all dropped off. Like, dropped off to non-existence. And um, it took a little while for things to kind of, go back shows everything else were 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 tough well 
And but as far as the book itself, Straczynski hits every point of what was going on at the time because it what was nice about it was absolutely everybody came together as yeah, one he, on he that does hit and he really hits that points of everyone is standing together but that's as one sort that's, of that's what i remember what happened. Happened in real life yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. everybody had no a division. flag out in yeah. your yard um, and everything it, it so. wasn't even about the flag everybody stood together everybody stopped for at least a week afterwards watching this stuff did anyone like the art in the book it, yeah no i i, I do uh, I, I liked it i thought it was good it's there's a lot going on in I that. I understand they had to put it and they put it out pretty quickly. Put, but put I don't it think this any, way. I mean, John Reeder's junior art, I've never thought. He, he actually drew kids that look like kids. So he, <laughs> uh, at one point, yeah. he was able to do that. Oh, I mean, and they had that they spot had, where yeah. Spider-Man comes up to the little boy and is like, hey, you shouldn't really be here. And he's like, my dad told me to stay here. And if I stay here, he'll come back. And then when it, when his dad gets carried out and they're like, you know, that that was heartbreaking. I mean, overall, the art, it's not. It's not great art, but you know what? That was it. Does the job? That was yeah. But it's not. You got the emotion across, and I mean, that's about the best you're gonna get out. Yeah, of Yeah, and I mean, again, it, it was it was. I I. Strudinsky did a great job on it. Um, I see a lot of people online not liking parts of it, specifically where the villains are fucking like crying and stuff. I remember, and it came back again. Because my only thing I did not like about it was I had a problem with Doom starting to shed a tear. Yeah. Dr. Doom shedding a tear. Yeah, I could see him being more stoic. Well, he was a tyrant. Yeah. And yeah. that was, that, that, I had a... Fuck, he probably wouldn't give a shit, honestly. I, that, that I had but, a problem with. Kingpin? That was his city. Yeah, that was his city. He would have a problem with it. I have no problem with but that. But wasn't him. that around the time that where Doom was kind of... Where they were doing uh, like Superior Iron Man or something? No, or, no, 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 no. But he was almost more in New York than he was Latveria. Yeah, probably. But I, I'm for me, Doom's the 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 tyrant. You know, he's almost, you know, he's almost also willing or- to commit acts of terrorism. So. Exactly. Right. He's he's the original. That you was know, that was diplomatic. Kind of the only t- weird part the, for the me. whole part about um, Doom when when Stanley created him was. Oh, here's a guy that's going to commit, you know, acts of terror and and crime, but have diplomatic immunity because he's a leader of a sovereign nation. And so, but I think by then Doom's character had evolved from that terrorist to like a Latvian patriot type. Like he there will were do anything them, to protect. some things going. I, I don't know on, what he was right. going on at the time. Um, I mean, nowadays, yeah, sure, he probably would shed a tear. But you know what? No, I wouldn't even say he would him, shed a tear. He would probably be like the stoic rock type. But the guy. point that 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 Straczynski was trying to make when he's writing all that stuff, like this, hit to a spot where even the worst of people, right? Like this, this senseless this, evil, yeah, right. Yeah. This was senseless. Right. But I always had a problem with Doom because Doom would have been sort of the guy that. But I mean, might have done that. Could you have th- thought of a better book to address this to be the first oh, one? Oh, no, no, absolutely. I mean, the, no. well, the only the only you had Marvel. It had to be a Marvel book because New York exists. Is, is, is like right. Yeah. The only other one that would come close to it would be an Avengers. But Spider-Man at that time or FF. They're based in New York also. Not at the time. 
Spider-Man was the big book okay. because yeah. but, I mean, Straczynski is- just got on it on 30. He came off of a horrible burn run. Um, and he, he was bringing everything back uh, together. All of a sudden, everything was going, you know, Spider-Man was coming back to being the flagship book didn't again. Didn't that also interrupt uh, some of J. Scott Campbell's first covers? Because didn't he do like yeah. 32, 33? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah no, so he was doing all the covers while Ramita had the interior. Interior, art. yeah. So, like, yeah. you know, that was the hot run. I mean, you know, J. Oh. Scott Campbell, when he first came out, he was, you know, the next. He was, you know, the next big thing in comics. Well, he he. this was what he was doing coming off of Gen 13. Yeah. So, um, it's still a fantastic issue for what it is. It's it's an incredible, it, it's an it, incredible. It's really book. something that everyone should read every September 11th, just to remind you of. It has all, yeah. It's it's kind of a, you know, you should always watch. It's a Wonderful Life at Christmas time. You should read that book at nine eleven. Yeah, sure. So, all righty. So. We had some books that came out this week. Yes, we, did. Uh, we had a fair healthy week. Wasn't yeah. as huge as the last few have been, but um, uh, we had a pretty uh, healthy week of stuff. Um, so, kind of going, there was a Spider-Man book. Yeah, Amazing Spider-Man. So, why don't we segue into the Amazing Spider-Man? Now, what they would have timed it right. <laughs> what is it, twenty nine this week? Yeah, I didn't read it, so. You didn't miss out. I thought this was terrible. Did it have a whiny feel to you? It felt... Okay, so... Well, let's talk about what happens in it. Uh, MJ gets a, a gig. This is Amazing Spider-Man. Well, she's well, auditioning yeah, that, for... She, no, no, she no. Gets she, the gig. Oh, she got it? Because she it's Mysterio um, said that he specifically... Um, That's right. ...did this role for her. And they're packing, and he's running lines. And she's like, hey, can you be here to help me take my bags to the airport? And he's like, sure, I'll be there. And then she's like, why would you have to jinx us? You know, something's going to come up. And something obviously comes up. But before it comes up, uh, he talks to Aunt May about her relationship with Uncle Ben and how, like, their relationship had ups and downs just like Peter's did. And she's like, look, I mean, that's that's what love is. It's, it's all about breaking up every once in a while. I understand she's an old lady and she's offering experience and stuff, but not everybody's version of love is... You're constantly fighting over things and shit. It's. I, I don't that think was that weird. was the point that of that was conversation. Not the point I, I, I Listen, just Jesus Christ! Whore, I, it, it's, that, saying, it's that true love always finds its way back home. Right. That was the whole. No matter point of what, that, it yeah, went right hits. over your little but head. But we had four pages of her talking. Don't just about shut your douche mouth right now. They're, they're, Seriously, they're, like a healthy relationship involves. Listen, just because you fighting. hate it because you don't believe in love, that has nothing to do with it. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Look. Jimmy's the most cynical asshole I know, and he got it. I got it. Um, Me, the heartless one. Anyway, he after Amai's terrible advice, uh, it was good advice. It was great like advice. Peter's, Peter's the advice up. Just like unplug his mic now, and we'll finish this review. <laughs> and there we have it. <laughs> the uh, the so, advice he she gave is even the best couples will fight and will have hard times. And me they, and your uncle Ben. Had the same thing before we finally settled down. But when you truly love somebody, you'll always find your way back to him and then says, you know, you know what to do. Um, His sister interrupts and which we haven't seen her since uh, Zdarsky's spectacular run. Yeah. Um, 
and they need to stop the chameleon who uh, is up to chameleon-like things, and they are able to uh, get this ex-shield agent uh, and save him. And well, no, they don't save him, do they? Well, he dies. Yeah. yeah. He dead. Plugged in. <laughs> he dies, but they get there to, you know, at least he wasn't tortured anymore. And, and she's making a nice big sound pop. Go ahead. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> play with the tip. Yeah. I think if you play with the tip a little bit more, that will make the uh, mic a little more erect. There we there go. We there go. it is. And Josh is back. Um, no, so he does miss out on it, and he's kind of texting back and forth and talking with MJ, and she's like, listen, I understand, you know. I've had a lot of time to get used to this. And it's revealed at the end that we're unslotting some more, and he was going to propose. I really like when we unslot some stuff. Yeah, I I, I was talking to a customer today. He goes, you have a word for it. I'm like, oh, yeah. (laughs) We made it a verb. So this is the last thing before Absolute Carnage kicks in uh, with the ASM run, so... The next issues are yep. tied in, yep. right? Right. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it says next month absolute carnage. I, I absolutely love this. I, I don't care what Josh says in his cynical little fucking mind. This was this was quintessential Spider-Man. It is, with... but I think it was a little whiny. Like I love Spider-Man's it. a little whiny. Hate well, to yeah, tell yeah, you. Yeah, he is. No, we, have, we, have a, bit. we have another book where Spider-Man is fucking amazing. No pun intended. Um, I, we'll get to it eventually, I guess, but. What, what's your next book? Are we going to jump into the one I was... Yeah, you might. Now that you segwayed it. Daredevil number 11. This is my pick of the week. Because it's because of Spider-Man. Um, we have... Uh, by Chip Zdarsky and art by... Art by... Chichetto. Hi, I'm Josh. Hi, Hi Josh. Josh. Uh, the... Oh, it's uh, Marco Chichetto on the art. Oh, yeah, he's back on art on here. You That's could tell. Right. Yeah, you yes. could tell. The, the art was fantastic. Um, we have uh, the the guy posing as Daredevil is doing Daredevil stuff and gets cornered by the cops after he rescues uh, a girl or a woman from her uh, abusive partner. Um, we cut to uh, Electra giving Matt shit about... I can't even fucking remember she was giving him shit about. Because... They were both trained the same way, and the but she person, said he's losing it, right? Yeah, the person yeah. that the person that she knows had she's the like same Daredevil's dead, but whatever you're becoming now is kind of worse. Yes, so she's like, I'm going to be your mentor now, or something like that. Um, we cut to uh, the crime family, and uh, I don't I, I don't know if it's because we're switching back to Chichetto on the art, but uh, she's the, got hot again. She's hot again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I noticed uh, that. That was that was kind of funny. Um, that that is noticeable, but whatever. Um, she's upset because uh, she can't leave the, the the compound or the building they're in or whatever because they're they're yeah, worried she that wants the to go and then they're worried about the owl going to retaliate. Matt? No, not, not yet. yet. Not yet. She's worried that or the whole family's worried that the the owl is going to retaliate by attacking the family and and you know her husband's like we need to stay here it's safe and she's like I don't care that it's safe it's a prison I don't want to be here. Can anymore. I just say she's the worst one in that entire fucking family? Oh yeah, for sure. Like. The whole reason she wants to get away is to bang someone on the side. Yes, she's a horrible person. Like, absolutely she, she terrible. Wants, she's in a crime family, and she is hands down the worst one in the yes. family. It sounds like something Josh would do. It does. Whoa. Wow. I'm, 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 Whoa, he's I'm right here. <laughs> he's right here. Talk um, about him behind his back when he's not here. <laughs> Josh, turn around. 
Just because I can't see you doesn't mean I can't. Josh, you're a dick. <laughs> <laughs> Who said that? Um, we cut to uh, a sting operation um, between Cole, Cole North, is that his name? Yeah. Yes. Uh, Cole North and his new partner. Um, they're setting up a mugging so that Spider-Man intervenes and they try to capture him. Well, Spider-Man, you know, thwarts them and then grabs Cole North and drags him up to the top of a building and... We get some uh, Matt Murdock on the street talking to uh, the brother of the guy he killed along with the mother of the guy he killed saying, look, if there's anything, like literally anything you need, whether it's help with something or or money, I can help you out. And she's kind of like taken aback by it. Um, Owl is uh, kidnapped by Fisk. And he's like, look, I told you all sort of fly straight as far as crime bosses go. I love the way Owl is drawn here. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. I love the way he looks. It's, he looks. It's, it's good. It's really good. Um, Fisk kind of looks like a, like a fat Lex Luthor, though. So after reading this, I kind of put my preliminary um, rehabbies list together. I do have Chichetto in my top three for artists of the year. Well, a- after you had yeah, said, I think I, our last I think podcast I could put that him you on have that, yeah. Chip Zdarsky in the running for best writer this year. This kind of seals the deal that he's definitely in the running for me as well. Because um, after Owl escapes, um, we get the highlight of the book where Spider-Man's talking to Cole North about what his motives are. He's like, look, we're heroes and we kind of do have a hero complex, but when we make a mistake, we correct it as well. And Cole North's like, I mean, well, what does he say exactly? There's, there's one part that was fucking amazing. He's like, so a guy in a mask can jump a little higher and punch a little harder and he gets to walk away with murder. Who gets, makes that call? And Spider-Man says, don't slippery slope the guy who can stick to walls. That was fucking amazing. I thought that was like the the fucking. Listen, Zdar- Zdarsky has Spider Man down. We discovered he that in his, his spectacular run. Like I said, that he won an Eisner. Spectacular three ten. I called that winning an Eisner. It's still probably one of my favorite single issues of any book in a long time. But he walks away and says, "You know, you have to well, decide. You have to make a choice." He says, "The weapon's going to dissolve. You're going to, you're going to have to yeah, decide to do the right thing." Yeah, I mean, he turns back in a while. He still yeah. has his gun. He's like, "The weapon's going to dissolve. I, I don't care what you're going to do at this point. But you have to make a choice. You're going to save lives. or You're going to uphold the law because, and because he Cole makes North a choice. Guy, like you know, Evidently, you made a note, but so did so did I, and so, so did some of the other I get other this heroes, from so. here that Cole's making the choice that he might be switching and turning over probably yeah. a little bit here because he decides to save lives. Um, but, uh, we find out that the cops have the fake daredevil and then this is yeah, cause also this is, this where, is when she where calls the Matt. Libris calls yeah. Matt and, and like, says, Hey, hey I, I have some stuff going hey, on in the family right now. Yeah. I need your dick real bad. Yeah. He's like, Oh shit. Well, yeah. <laughs> hang on. I got to rescue this other guy real quick. Um, right. cause he's week, being though. held by the, the, this was the, my runner up. This is your pick. Yeah. Uh, this was really good. And I think this was like the third book I read this week. Yeah, this, this, week. this se- was second really book excellent. I read. This was excellent. I we was... started off really strong this week. Yeah. Um, no, but uh, back to your point. Yeah, that is that is Spider-Man. That is Spider-Man quintessentially. But Peter's whiny. Spider-Man's kind of the strong face he puts forth. Okay, that's fair. And that was a Peter-centric ASM more than a Spider-Man-centric. Because even the narration was all about his personal relationship. Which is what I like. You know, he kind of understands that. Yeah, solid book. All righty. Um, so we have more Spidey tie-in type of stuff. I guess we'll 
consider the venom, absolute carnage, things going on. We only had two absolute carnage books this week, correct? We didn't have another Spidey book, right? No. No. All right, so we had uh, Absolute Carnage, The Symbiote of Vengeance. We had three tie-ins. Well, well, yeah, Venom, Venom was a tie-in. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, you're right. Venom was a tie-in. Uh, Ed, Ed Bryson, that's the first thing that Ed's written probably since early X-Men. Well, he was writing the X-Men stuff that you guys said that was good, right? Uh, he finished up his Cable run, which the Cable run was great. for. Uh, he was on uh, Old Man Logan also. Did he finish that out? Did yeah. he do yeah. Dead Man or just Old Man? I think he is doing Dead Man. He might be, yeah. Because it hasn't changed. Like yeah. This was really good. Oh, my God. This, this was excellent. excellent. Because it's not just an absolute carnage tie-in we find no, out. No, this is actually going to lead in. This is more of a Ghost Rider book. And actually leading into what Ghost Rider is going to be. I love this. I I was surprised how much. I I, I was like... All right, we'll see what this is doing, and I kind of went in a little, but I was surprised how much I liked this. Okay, so a few issues I have with this, because it's kind of setting up some little catch-22s for this whole event. So now anyone that has become a Ghost Rider after... Johnny Blaze. Johnny Blaze. Basically has the Codex, because it was... Is that, is that yeah because, i don't think that's what it's saying because it was tied to the spirit of vengeance so as that the spirit of vengeance gets passed on spirit of vengeance was it was it blaze well it would have been it was blaze again then it was her and then it would have no it's not danny danny, danny. Ketch. well yeah, yeah but, but they don't all get the same spirit of vengeance do they it's some sort of I don't demon think so. right i don't think I that's think what this was saying. johnny blaze has his own demon that possesses um, him she's the yeah. one that shared isn't she the one that shared uh with red hulk yeah, uh, when they were, uh, who the and Robbie definitely has a different, de- different demon. Right, we don't even know what it is right. yet. Yeah, cause... yeah. So I don't think that's what they're saying. She actually wore the symbiote at one time. No, she didn't. It said that the symbiote touched the spirit of vengeance, and when it was passed on to her, it was passed on. The codex was. But anyways, anyway, um, I think I'm really if they're gonna go this way with the Ghost Rider series, I think I'm gonna dig this. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, really digging it. Have they announced like the Johnny, creative team on They have, but I'm not I can't remember who it is. Um it, it it's almost like Johnny Blaze is like he's he's sort of like the calling mentor. It's like here, I need you to do this kind of thing. Uh, it's it's almost sort of like the firestorm thing, you know, where he's the Ghost professor's Yo- in the he's head. He's Ghost Yoda. Ghost Yoda. Kind of is, yeah. Um, it's like I no, need you to do Ghost this thing. Rider Yoda. I, I love this, and he's like, you need to help out the other, uh, you know, the other Ghost Rider well, Alejandra. Yeah. Um, well, Danny says, why can't you do this? He says because I haven't figured out how Mephisto popped in and out. This is the best I can do as a natural projection. I, I, I. I I'm totally digging this. Yeah. Um, uh, the carnage stuff tied in there actually worked. Um, we get... Um, uh, first first appearance of the carnage of vengeance, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. saw that, which I thought this book would be hotter. Yeah. The Deadpool book's doing hotter for me. Um, um, no, so... But uh, Alejandra ends up in hell because she dies right and then she gets sent back 
yep, and possesses one of the townspeople, but Johnny's like, listen, I can only do this for as long as the soul will allow it, so you're on a limited time, and uh, they are able to stave off Carnage before he does any more damage, but he does get uh, her spine, and it turns him into a Ghost Rider-type figure. But only mm-hmm. for a limited amount of time? Well, yeah, that they even, uh, his disciples are like, we pulled you out because you did your point, and it's like, if you get killed now, the whole thing goes to shit. Right. He kills one of them, is like, they're like, after they're like, listen, it's already wearing off. He's like, you never question me again. Um, and then it's a scene in hell where all the ghost it, she's introduced to See, all. I could see Scream and uh, the, the um, who's the other one in Scream? The the one girl that's got all the yeah. demon. Yeah. Um, me, uh, I don't know. But I could see her being in, tied in with all this like yeah. really well. Right. Yeah. Um, I thought this tied in nicely and the fact that it also, and then we get that uh, nice last page spread where you see all ghost riders, well, all, all the, types, all the dead ghost riders. Yeah. That was, and if this is where they're going to go with the ghost rider series, I'm interested. Yeah. I thought it was pretty cool. Yeah. It was a cool so, concept. So my question is, so he needs to collect all the codex carnage. How is he gonna get the one from Malekith? I don't Malekith know. Malekith isn't dead. He uses, yeah, but he needs to. He'll need. I mean, how is he gonna get the one from Silver Surfer? Silver Surfer got one in Silver Surfer Black, like an issue two. Yeah, but that's future, right? Um, my question on that because I had the same question going through this in my head. If that's the case. All the X-Men have worn, like, the original X-Men. Damn near, yeah. Yeah. I mean, even when they did the blue thing, when they went into outer space with Venom, they all got a symbiote to wear. Conan? Conan got one in Saturday. I don't know if that's actual timeline or not. I think it is. Yeah, so it it just seems like his... I don't know. If anybody's going to figure it out, it'll it'll be be Donnie Cates, Yeah. yeah. I mean, obviously, they're going to stop him before. I mean, Marvel gives him a leash, but they're not going to let Carnage win and take over. The oh, well, you know, I, I think universe. I said this comment earlier today. It's like because uh, one, of, one of the customers has been coming in and he's been picking. He goes, oh, man, this, he goes, I'm so glad you told me to get this absolute Carnage. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's been amazing. I said, I'm actually going to be so really disappointed when we get towards the end. Because if it goes like everything else, Marvel, it'll, it, you know, it's coming in strong and then. Ends with a whimper. <laughs> War of the Realms didn't end with a whimper. That was no. pretty good. That actually that, started got, out a little weak. Yeah, it got better, better as yeah. it went on. War of the Realms wasn't quite this big, though. I mean, this uh, is it had all that War Scrolls yeah. shit. I was going to say, as big as like, kind of touched the whole universe. Yeah, did it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but I, I have faith in Donnie. I mean, you look at uh, you look at probably the only thing that was kind of a cop out series would probably be Marvel. Uh, 20th anniversary of Marvels was kind of weak. His conclusion. I don't think I read that. What do you got? Or not tomorrow? Is that Alcover you guys? Oh. Yeah. Yeah, you read that with Century. Uh, I don't remember it. <laughs> if I did read it, Donny Cates. Yeah, he did. Didn't he do? The he, mo- did, he did Marvel Knights or Marvel Knights? Right? Oh, yeah, Marvel yeah, Knights. Yeah. 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 
No, but the, but he didn't write all of that. Remember? Yeah, but he wrote the last issue. He wrote yeah. the last issue, but I don't. I thought issue. we liked the last. I issue. did, I did, but it wasn't as strong as some of the other issues. Some of the other issues. Um, no, but I have faith. I mean, Death of Inhumans was great. Actually, I believe that won the Rehabby. Death year. of Inhumans, yes, yeah. So, all right, hey. Okay, and then the other absolute carnage. Well, one of the other caps, absolute absolute carnage. carnage Deadpool number I two. Didn't read this because I couldn't remember. Oh, the this first was good. Issue. Hi, I'm Dave. Hi, Hi Princess. <laughs> I forgot. I just listened to the one. There you go. Hi, Sleeping Beauty. <laughs> I fucking anyway. died. Just drop it, all right? Just yeah, drop just, it. Just, let go. Let go. <laughs> All right, I've changed my mind. You can invite Joe back. <laughs> I said, he I said when to... you guys were getting through the beer run, I was like, you know, I said to Joe, the only person that would probably be glad you come back is Dave because he wasn't the punching bag that week then. And he's he like, no. Nope. was rather happy was, about that. And he's like, nope, you know what? After all his terrible opinions, I don't want him back. And now he's changed his mind already. <laughs> David? So anyway. Did uh, you like this issue? I did. Okay. Did it did it forward the story? Not really, I don't think. Okay. Well that's kinda sad. Um I mean it forwarded the whole Deadpool story with him. Okay. Um, in this issue, uh Carnage recruits Will of the Wisp. Um Freak and who's the other guy? I have oh, no Conundrum. Um and he sends them after Deadpool. Um, still referencing Deadpool as a unicorn. Uh, these three find him in. Now, Deadpool's. Deadpool has a codex, right? Yes. Well, he has the most unique codex. Because he, he merged with four, four at, at once. Okay. It's not unique anymore. So though. Deadpool's hiding out in his Deadpool's safe house comic store. So. Um, Which it, didn't we have that in what was it Marvel Comics yeah. Presents or yeah, something right. with him? Yeah, and it's great because he's apologizing to, to his Bird guns Bird. for leaving him behind in the first issue. Uh, Spidey calls him and he's like, "I need help." And Deadpool kind of like gives him the cold shoulder yeah, for like, "Fuck you, dude." We were like, supposed to be friends. We're not really you just friends. Left me out. You sent me to Ravencroft and dealing with all this other shit now. Well, he rigs the place to explode because he knows Carnage is coming after him. Well, he sets up like a one of the life size yeah. type mannequins and they come in after him and they take the head off of that. Well, there's dynamite in it and uh, kind of blows up. Um, it doesn't kind of blow up. It really. Blows oh, yeah, up. it really blows up. Um, they start fighting in the wreckage. Uh Two of them survive um, the explosion because is it uh, conundrum conundrum or not conundrum will of the wisp is impervious. Well, he can make himself intangible, intangible. And then the other and conundrums impervious. No, uh, freak is the other one that survives because he can regurgitate. Regenerate. Oh, yeah. Um, Hold on. Regurgitate. That's that's the joke. That's the the joke in the book. He, He didn't fuck it up. Okay. He keeps going, I can regurgitate. And he's like. And, and Willow Lewis was like, 
fuckhead. I told you it was regenerate. It, yeah. it, it really held two different things. Right. It, it really held a close part in my heart because like you deal, can regurgitate. It's like, it's like dealing with Dave. No, yeah. Dave, that's not what you mean. <laughs> but but that, Deadpool figures out how to, you know, kind of. Well, yeah, because he's going after Freak and he's like shooting him, stabbing him. He's like, I can regurgitate. And he's like, oh, yeah, can you handle bullets? He's like, yeah, knives. Uh, Big ass life field like gun that I stole off a cable that I just got a hernia lifting. <laughs> um, but he basically overloads Freak. That's how he defeats him. And then he tricks, tricks Will-O-The-Wisp into becoming tangible. He yep. just basically stabs him in the head. And he is uh, then stabbed in the back. And it's carnage. Only it's not. It's Osborne. Yeah, it's Osborne. And Deadpool's just pissing off like, you totally sound like Norman Osborne. Yeah. So now we get uh, Deadpool versus Carnage. Not really Norman Osborne next issue. Okay. Uh, this is really kind of capturing the Deadpool field, I think. Yeah. To a certain point. Um, he doesn't have a book right now, right? Who's writing no. this one? Frank uh, Terry. Frank Terry. Yeah. Frank okay. Terry is writing it and... Is this going to be like Kickstarter in the next Deadpool series, similar to the Spirit yeah, of Vengeance ones? I don't know. I don't think. Okay. No, because next one is um, already announced, and that's going to kick off, I believe, whatever Mary Jane month is. Yes. Right. It, it's it's kicking off. On, I'm putting in the orders now for the Deadpool one. Yes. All right. Well, hi, I'm Jimmy. Hi, hi Jimmy. Jimmy. I'll jump into the last tie-in uh, this week. Venom number 18, Donny Cates and... Iban Coelho on art. Uh, I think we mentioned this on the last uh, Venom. The art really doesn't fall off as much as you would oh, think. God, oh, no. No, no the art was actually really good. Kept, keeps up with it. Also, it did something very special to me. It proved me right. <laughs> you all argued with me. All right, get it over with. Get, get it over with. It happened before the absolute carnage. It does. So this is uh, happening during the call of absolute carnage number one. Um, and we get some, uh, story on sleeper and his run in with no, well, how he's still around Yep. because again, being part of the first host, he's still that character and pretty much the character, the, the, what was it? The Kree warrior. He's He's dead. dead. He's around for like four pages and then gets, just gets blasted. Yeah. Which I thought was funny. He's like, but here's my big backstory where I've been and what am I? Oh, dead. But it's creepy um, as fuck when he reveals it. And, like, the kids are like, Jesus Ew. Christ. Yeah. Uh, but he's obviously not dead because he his symbiote shows up later. Well, yeah, yeah, his symbiote isn't dead, but obviously the Kree warrior is. And, and uh, Maker's the one that knocks knocks him out of his host. And he puts all of uh, the symbiotes from the, the, other, the, the family and Sleeper into these capsules. And then he starts testing the machine on the family members and they're like is it safe and he's like oh yeah sure it's definitely safe and the guy is screaming and here's the first appearance <laughs> foaming at the mouth saying oh god please it hurts make it stop um but then uh eddie not eddie Ed, Ed, uh well now eddie talks to normie and he that's what the eddie, screaming is he's like yeah, oh it's eddie not. wants to get out no it, it's dylan i don't know why i was saying yeah. eddie. dylan Ed, yeah um, dylan 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 realizes uh, that the maker's lying to Eddie on the phone, so he pulls a gun out and starts shooting at him, and it releases the uh, the symbiotes. Then we get the coolest fucking thing, which is the, the maker, maker the maker, with the maker hybrid, hybrid yeah. yeah, with, with the, the family symbiotes. 
Uh, um, sleepers, sleepers capsule did yeah, not get that's, broken. That's amazing. That was awesome. Um, and it basically, th- this is like, so he, it chased after the kids. They run out of the building. Um, well, he's, and- he's going after them, and uh, he goads some sort of like latent symbiote powers in Dylan out. Well, he finally realized, like, hybrid can sense it, and now the maker knows it. Mm-hmm. Yes. That Dylan is Venom's son. Yes. Well, but he. But, I think the maker already knew But the knew maker that. already knew that he had the codex. He's the. Yeah. Yeah. That Dylan. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah he, he, that was. That. Yeah. And, um, but that's and then when. Uh, we get to the very last panel, and it's like. Holy the, fuck. The Avengers show up with this, Spidey. Now, this is Spidey after Absolute Carnage? It has to be. Well, because he makes the phone call yeah. and Carnage or uh, uh, well, remember Spidey's he, with Venom when he makes the yeah, phone they call. They split up then, right? Afterwards, yeah, but so then right, here's Spidey. After. This is where he went, right? Look, because he got some backup. Right, in this is my runner-up for pick of the week. This is the first time I think the maker is going to be interacting. I'm going to do something we have never done universe. before. I'm combining all the absolute Carnage stuff we had into one pick of the week. I'll allow it. It's thematic because of all the symbiotes combining into the maker. So I am so delighted how well this the, the tie-ins thing. for Absolute Carnage are fitting in so well. We haven't well had with a stinker. It. No, we haven't. No, no. And I know you're not reading them all, Josh, uh, but it's worth catching yeah, up on. I, I might at some point. You know, I got to catch um, up on the Deadpool one. Uh, which aren't there I rumors might that, that they're bringing weekend. the Ultimates universe back at some that point? They are in Miles uh, Morales. Yeah, in Miles yeah. Morales. So I'm wondering if, I mean, because this is the first time I think the Maker is going to be kind of out in the open in the 616 universe. Yeah, right. So. Yeah, and it's not going to matter what he's doing in Future Foundation because, oh, that's right, they canceled it already. <laughs> oh, that was announced today. <laughs> uh, fantastic. Because. No. That book was terrible. No, that is it's not fantastic. It wasn't fantastic. No, but I won't argue cancel that either. I won't argue that for pick of the week. I, I was thinking about it, and I'm like, I loved them all, and I'm like, why not? Ven- they, they we're just gonna look, put it on an umbrella. Venom was it, it was it was tough. Venom was I think my second book I read this week, and and I was like, oh shit, I, I could make this pick of the week. Listen, I was spoiled this week. I got Sadarsky book. You I, got Donny Cates book. I got books, three Donny Cates books. You got you, you had a lot of stuff Tom going King. on. Yeah. Joshua. Oh, um, King Thor number one. Uh, this is the I guess the continuation of the Thor series. Uh, leggy. Uh, same leggy. So our continuation of the leggy. So leggy uh, seven twenty three. Um, Written so, by Jason Aaron, art by Isad Riddick. So this is the last of Jason Aaron's. This is the culmination of his Thor. This is, this is his... Thor. This will be the last of his run. This is his Batman, The Last Night on Earth, for Thor, basically. Because okay. it's set okay. in the far future where like nothing kind of really matters. And it sort of tie, it brings together all of his... I mean, that's kind of the spoiler so this at the is, end. So this is a future story? Yes. It's at the end of the universe. Okay. In the beginning of, the, of his Thor run recently... Um, it's with where Phoenix Wolverine with the Phoenix up. Wolverine stuff happened. Oh, he had the okay. three granddaughters and like Loki got the the even blade after killing uh, Ego, the Necro World, and all that stuff back in like issue six, I think. Remember, he was the worm. Okay, he kept taunting yeah. Ego. Well, this is a continuation of that. Um, it starts with uh, the granddaughters. They're at the um, omnipotent city, and it's completely deserted. Um, I forget what they're looking for, but they find a god who's forgotten who he is. Now, 
is this the same city we saw in um, Avengers No Road Home? No Road Home. Yep. yep. Um, they're looking for a story. I, I think it's for Loki's story specifically. Um, and they find. So, am I the only one that thought it was the uh, gore? No, that the one that was a shadowy figure before it stepped out that thought it was the uh, librarian from. Oh, uh, no, because she's huge. She's fucking massive. I forget what her name was, but she, the, yeah. The, I, I was kind of expecting that. I'm like, oh, okay. That would have been cool. Um, but uh, I, I wouldn't, I, I could never see her cowering like that. She was a badass. And that was in uh, Infinity Wars. Yeah, and um, she wasn't in the Arna Point City. She was in, wasn't she on one of the levels of Asgard? She was just some sort of Asgard librarian right. as opposed to Omnipotent City librarian. But um, they get attacked while they're there, and uh, the god who can't remember his name supposedly gets killed. Um, then we jump to the th- the, f- the fight between uh, Allfather King Thor and Loki, the 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 Necro Lord Ender, whatever the fuck his title is. Um, and their fight is fucking epic as shit. I mean, they're flying through space. At one point, they land on a planet when Thor's like, you know, I can sense that there's no- nothing living on this planet. And I brought the fight to this planet for one reason, because the entire planet is is filled with these oceans of uh, this some sort of liquid. So he swings his hammer so fast that it ignites and hits the liquid, which turns out to be napalm. It's like a napalm planet, and the entire planet explodes on Loki, um, or on the both, really. Uh, so again, their fight is is as epic as it should be for two gods. Um, we cut back to uh, Omnipotent City, and the god isn't actually dead. Um, they're being attacked by these ravens sent from, from Loki to attack them. Um, Hudgen and Mudgen? No, they're not Odin's ravens. There there's several ravens that just kind of attack them. Um, I, I'm sure it's the ravens for a reason, but they were just asshole ravens and not... Odin's Ravens. Well, Hudgen and Mudgen are kind of assholes. Just second. Fair. But he remembers what kind of god he is, this this mysterious guy. He's like, oh yeah, that's right, I'm the god of bombs. So, he opens up his book, which he's been carrying, and it's like, rigged with explosives, and while the granddaughters are fighting, he blows up Omnipotent City. So, I don't know if they're dead now or not, but it gets destroyed. Um, Loki kind of disembowels Thor, but then Thor takes his uh, takes his own intestines, wraps them around Mjolnir's handle, and ties up Loki with them and throws him into the sun. Um, Loki apparently gets fucked up pretty bad, but uh, Thor ends up crash landing on New Earth, which was rebuilt during the last King Thor series. Um, and uh, as they're both laying there, kind of smoldering on the ground. Uh, Loki gets up first and is like, look, I'm going to be the last thing ever in the universe and I'm going to live forever in the long emptiness. And then he gets cut off by a sword stabbing him in the back. And it's a voice that says, you know, I've always despised your kind. And it turns out to be Gore, but he's the god of god butchers now. So apparently he made it to the end of the universe. Um, sure, I guess. But, uh... It's it's Jason Aaron kind of bringing all of the characters he's created back together for one final story, and I think it's it's extremely well drawn. 
Um, and the scale of it is pretty epic, but um, I'm digging it. It's only going to be four, four parts, so I'm going to definitely keep reading this, and I recommend anyone that enjoyed his, his Thor run. Well, speaking of epic and dealing with necro swords and blackness, Silver Surfer Black, number four. This was excellent also. I had to read this twice just because it was that good. I mean, we have Silver Surfer carrying the incubator of Galactus. Contemplating. Here's Galactus at his infancy. And if I kill him now, this will do this. Again, this is a reoccurring Donny Cates theme because he does the same thing with... Thanos. If I just killed yep. Thanos as a baby. Right. Yep. Um, and, and of course, Watto shoes through. up. Well, he's about to throw the the incubator into a white dwarf star um, to kill him. And he tells him, like, listen, you can do that, but it's not going to do what you think it's going to do. He said you have several. It sets off several different things. Yes, this will be that. Your planet's not destroyed, but you could die alone. Right. It, it kicks off it, well, a bunch says, of realities. Yeah. Silver Surfer says, you're the watcher. You can't interfere. He's like, yes, but me not doing anything would be the interference. Yeah. You are the interference. Um, the art is fucking amazing. The only thing missing from it is some is some Kirby dots. Would it would it hurt so much to just throw some Kirby dots in this? Because it, it's begging for them. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but I mean, it, that it, it it doesn't take away from the fact that they aren't there, uh, the tremendousness of this art, because uh, he ends up placing his burned arm onto the incubator to communicate with with Gallen, um, and he has to fight him off. Yes, because all he sees him as is an invader. Yep, and he's able to talk to Gallen, and he's like, "Listen, you know, this is what happens," and he's like. I've seen I've seen my universe, you know, fall apart. I, I think my favorite part is when Gallon takes off his helmet and he just and he shows his face yep, and he's like, pretty much. Yeah, which goes, I, th- I when's the last time we see that? It's like been, all the origin yeah. of Galactus stuff that Probably. Kirby did. Yeah, and he says, "Listen, I can feel." No, we it. saw it. Oh God, we saw it in Dan Slott's uh, Silver Surfer run. Never read it. It's not terrible. I'm gonna have to unplug you for <sighs> the second time. Just saying. <laughs> That'll be twice unplugged, and that that would be your new nickname, Josh. Twice, twice unplugged. unplugged. Jesus Christ, but, but, Josh! I've never even been unplugged twice. Ga- Gallon basically says, "Look, if you're going to kill me, that's fine. If I'm meant to be this destroyer, just understand: if you kill me, you the can't universe... defeat the dark with darkness. Yes. Yep. The, the there needs to be a balance." And me, but being he tells the destroyer, him he's already you know. feeling this hunger. He's like, "I understand it." But he ends up, you know, leaving the incubator. Because um, before says, he leaves, maker, Ego, when when he pulls the incubator out in the beginning of the story, Ego's like, "Hey, you got it. You fixed me. You you took care of this thorn or yep. <laughs> this pain I had. Uh, goes, whatever you need, just I'm so he goes, just call me." And he's like, "Listen." And now at the end, he's I like, know "Hey, how, I know how to defeat this knoll. Here's what I need you to do." And, and he I need your in, help. Yeah, he leaves in all the light, and he takes. All He's the light from makes the it, he fucking we, we're DBZ now. He fucking makes a spirit bomb, and he, pu- he pulls. <laughs> Has he reached his ultimate form? Not yet. Well, I mean, he he's only half. He's he only halfway there. Takes but. all the 
cosmic power from the nearby star. That's why you see the black background. And this is five issues because we're going to be concluded on the next one, right? Yeah. And um, Silver Surfer is going to turn black. Or gold when he goes Super Surfer. Pick of the week. Not, not even close. Not even. Art alone would make this pick of the week. The writing alone would make this pick of the week. The coloring from Dave Stewart. I mean, right now, Trad Moore and Dave, Dave Stewart as a team is my bo- far and away leader in the pack for artist of the year. That's not even close for me. Every single one of these pages could be made into a poster and I'd buy it. Everyone. There you go, Paul. You want to make some money? I do. Turn every one of those pages into a poster. <laughs> I'd buy them up. All right. I like this a lot. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. I'm, I'm really enjoying this run. All right. All right. I'm going to do... Powers of X number four. Speaking of epic, because mm-hmm. we have this epic series going on. So, um, I like this a lot. Yeah. I um, like, I did, I really I have questions, this a lot. though. I always well, I have I questions when it comes to Powers of X. I think that's kind of the point of this. Like, I always have am questions. I, am I to believe that? Okay. So... I, Again, let's talk it all out because that's how this that's the only way we this right. we do this series justice. So, Don't go through the fucking listen. synopsis because there's no fucking point. No. It's a bunch so, of shit. Am I to believe that Nathan Exus X X Go ahead, say it. Thank you. Is like there's more than one of him to begin with? Well, they show a whole bunch of them, don't right. they? Yeah. But they're not all the same guy. Like it's almost like some a, have it's mutant genes like and some man don't. Sort of thing going on. Kind of. Yeah. 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 Weird. And, yeah, it, it, and what we find out is the one that finally usurps the well, throne is the one that has. And we get a whole bunch of right. texts about like a, all like the different sinister, a smarmy sinister yeah. newsletter almost. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, and it's this, almost this, like a gossip rag. This all ties into stuff. I did see. I think yeah, event, comicbook.com did an article that broke down the different rules and what it was tying to. So, oh, the, the secrets? sinister secrets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I saw a few of them too. Um, I can't remember what any of them but, were. But. Um, Okay, so we get into where Xavier is showing um, Cipher, Cipher, Krakoa for the first time, and we like find, and 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 Xavier's plan on this, and we find out that Krakoa is only half of the whole. There's yeah. another half, Arakoa, but that got but banished. Cipher needs so okay, so Cipher pretty much needs to be there to get this started. Yeah, so yeah. What, what he, he needs right? to set up the language. He can yeah. basically he can understand the basics of it. But to come up with an algorithm that will give everyone the ability. Because the Krakoa is yep. the, the, the tree, the big yep. tree thing. Right. Or whatever. Yeah. And he does. What we also find out is Xavier planted an idea in the Sinister's. Sinister that has a mutation. And he, then told him to forget about it forget until about it's it. time. Um, we also, also f- I, it may be worth mentioning with that uh, the other side of Krakoa was banished by Apocalypse. Right. Yeah. So, and, okay. which I think is one of the secrets. Too. And if the original horseman ever came back, every other one would be just left by the wayside because yeah. he would take them. We also find out that the enemies that he banished were wielding the the sword that we see Rasputin wield. Yes. Um. Then we jump to year one thousand, and we get some weird shit. Well, this this is just a continuation of them trying to ascend. What? 
well, the uh, okay. So wasn't this for um, Nimrod? Well, this is this well, is this, this is, is past, past the Nimrod. bad Nimrod. This is Nimrod. This Prime. is when Nimrod's a little drone. This is when the phalanx shows up and it's like we're going to assimilate your culture. Okay, yeah. And the whoever the blue guy is, it seems like they they they. It's almost like them, that's a form the, of Xavier. It maybe I don't fucking. Know. Do you know what I mean? It it seems that way. It kind of made it that way when it when it had in the first issue. Right. Know, each one of the steps was a different version of Xavier, but right. Um. So they're not they're not trying to ascend, is what we find out into like. The, well, get they a, want this. They want the phalanx to absorb them so that they can kind of like implant a well, virus no, or something. Well, they the, the phalanx only absorbs machines. Right. And they're not machines, so they're trying to find a way around it to survive. So what they have have assimilated is an idea that was planted by Xavier. And now they're waiting to find out if the phalanx accept this. Yeah, I agree. It was weird, but I kind of got it. I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Um, So, all right. So what's this at the end? I have no idea. Okay. But we see it it popping up a lot. Okay. Okay, good. The next issue of House of X is supposed to be a big one. I liked it. I'm... Again, I'm okay if I don't know exactly everything that's gonna that is going on, is and I figure it a out. Grand scale of this oh, that look, is mapped I'm out. I'm thinking the and the it, powers it, the powers of ten six, which is the finale, is gonna be fucking huge. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> this wasn't one that's like, oh well, I'm gonna write them as they come out, sort of thing. There's a there's a clear there's a game very plan. Clear set it doesn't plan. care who gets it or not because they know at the end they're confident everyone will kind of see the the big picture at at at, at the end. So sure. I'm I'm with you. It's I, great. It's it's still good. Everything's good about it. So I I like it. All right. Any more Marvel? Uh, Punisher Kill Crew number two. Loved it. This Fucking was oh god, so it. good. I loved it. I loved it. The, it's so, the, the cover, the cover. It's so goofy. Could be cover everything of the is, year. Everything is written perfectly. <laughs> all the characters. Um, all right, so did you oh like? So all right, did you like the sort of crowbar cosmic goat when they're that when they're was, running uh, the through cameo, shit? Yep. Yeah, the little. Dave, you really fucked up by not reading this. This is like this is an amazing, stupid, amazing book. If you want Punisher doing Punisher things, this is this Punisher is doing Punisher things on a cosmic. Level. Yes, it's like uh, so. Originally, when I mean, fucking you cosmic literally Ghost are Rider driving through, Castle, and Cos- like, okay, cosmic well, Ghost Rider but... looks over. At <laughs> Frank Castle with the goat in the yeah, so and he just looks over at him, and there's it like- starts. It starts with Frank going to Svalterheim, and he kidnaps uh, a, a Svaltarf, a dark elf, um, who's, who's known for being a, a navigator. And honestly, change him to the front of the of the van and takes him to space, and he's like, Take "Tell me." He, he asks each one of the kids in his kill crew what the monster that killed their parents looked like, and, and he goes the one kid him. draws him, yeah. and he's like, "Are you fucking kidding me?" And it's a, a, it's shark, a shark with, with arms fucking... on robot legs. And he asks the navigator then, take me to this fucking thing. So he does. He takes him to Counter-Earth. Yep. Um, and that's where the, the high Higher evolutionary pa- yep. is. And he created this shark monster, which has... Well, wasn't the high evolutionary... Wasn't he doing experiments? Yeah, yeah. And, yeah that's what they're kind of known yeah. for. Yeah. Um, the, the, the shark has fucking Foggy Nelson captive for some reason. What? Yep. Yeah. He kills yeah. he kills the and shark Foggy's and rescues like, Foggy. Frank, take me back. I'll get you off on any court case in your He's like, I've got court in the morning. Can you please take me home? He's yeah. like, Nope. You gotta go with me somewhere else. They fly through space, they pass cosmic. So Foggy Rider. Nelson is now part of this 
be- briefly. Um, no, reason- I think he's hanging on. He well, doesn't. He's he- there for a reason because he. But I thought I thought he's Punisher needs to get. They go to Jotunheim. He's tagging along that. at the end. Right, but he brought him there for a reason. They go to Jotunheim and they're. He's like, I, I have to question these, uh, these, f- these frost giants. And he doesn't think. I, I think it's because he didn't think his motives would get the correct answers out of him. And Foggy's supposed to be kind of like good cop, bad cop. He's supposed to be the good cop. He gets the information he's from like, them. He's under duress. He's under duress. Yeah, he's like, you're not going to get decent answers. But they find out that they've they've kept some human prisoners there and they've been feasting on them. So he kills the other frost giant, and they find out that they have they have another human there that they wanted to steal the the gem from. And they're like, okay, well let's find out who it is. And it turns out that these frost giant witches have juggernaut held captive it's the juggernaut bitch dude dude it's this the goof- is this, this is, is the next goofiest go- book right. that, that yeah comes- but it's such a joy yeah yes. it is it's, I, I it's one of those things up. that it's so goofy it reminds me of of, of donny cases thanos run of how like i'm, I'm i can just try to stri- describe it to somebody and they're like what the fuck is even going on in this book because it gets more outrageous as but it goes on. But it's such a joy. This was so good. Yes. Oh my god, I, this I enjoyed this so much. This was the most fun book this week for yeah, me absolutely. by far. Absolutely. This was this was an incredible amount of fun. Okay. Um Don't even ask if there's any more Marvel because you know goddamn Moon well Knight. Annual number 1 Acts of Evil anybody else yep. on this? Colin Bunn wrote this. This was uh, fantastic. Art by Ibrahim Mustafa and Matt Horror. Is Colin Bunn doing all the Acts of Evil? Angels? Uh, I don't it think he did the Shield like, one, did he? Did he? No, because no, I don't think he did the Deadpool one either. Okay. I don't, well, I don't he think did, he would have done Ghost Spider did, either. Was that part of the Acts of Evil? Yes. That was the only one we didn't read. Okay. Because well, it, it wasn't Colin Bunn, otherwise we probably would have. Um, I didn't realize this was Colin Bunn or I probably would have picked this up. It this was, was good. really good. It was this good. This was really good. It they was, get into we had Kang being fucking full blown. Oh, Kang. full blown Kang. Where oh my it's gosh. like if they because the are is the rumor still that Kang might be the next big bad in the Avengers movies? Fucking totally makes sense. And bringing him into it like uh, like putting this in, I'm reminding think, you what Kang does. The last thing we saw Kang was no surrender. Yeah. yeah, but and not, like, not this. like this. This is fucking Kang the fucking Conqueror. Absolutely. And he, he, he needs... Goes, he he wants so, to fully conquer time, as Kang should. So we get back lore on the whole Moon Knight thing with... Um, uh, uh, what's what's the big Egyptian god? Kronos? Um, uh, no, no, it's... No, it's um, the, oh, God why the it. fuck are you asking me the names? Because it's, uh, it's important. Khonshu. Khonshu. Okay. Khonshu is... Bless you. Yeah, Khonshu is a, a, a god of time. And so... time powers. So Khonshu left three onks? The... Or, well, three... The followers of Khonshu, the worshippers, created these three artifacts. And with these three artifacts, if Kang gets them, he can... Control Change time, time so that Khonshu never came into being or was never worshipped and is forgotten and would lose their power then. But, yeah, you need these three artifacts to keep Khonshu going because Khonshu is but holding... But Khonshu scatters them throughout time. time and he has to go chase them down then. And every and, time and, he shows up to and, find one, and he runs into a different moon, moon nights in and different time favorites that, that actually... From the Wild West. We get a Gladiator one. We get a Civil War one. We get a World War One, a World War Two. We get a like a mobster one. We get a yeah, fucking, but all these every moon, moon night, night every time, every one. time there's a moon night because they're there to protect the artifacts. Yes, until finally 
they go to the very beginning of civilization, which is like 4,000 BC in Mesopotamia, and it's this 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 black woman who has like a wooden mask on, and that's kind of the entirety of her her outfit. She's the original, and she's Moon the Knight. original one, and yeah. she doesn't know of Khonshu. So they leave the artifacts with her because if she doesn't worship Khonshu, there's no faith or something they say, but Kang won't be able to track her down because of her worship of Khonshu. Um, They end up throwing, like, trapping Kang frozen in the out of time or whatever. And you know, Khonshu says to to Moon Knight, um, "Listen, I mean, he's going to be back eventually. He's fucking Kang, but." In the meantime, the, those relics yeah. are safe with the original. And Moon at the Knight. end, when when uh, when they finally get to the one, and then he brings and Moon Knight brings all the other Moon Knights from oh the my, different times. It was this so was fucking super good. good. This was this super was good. Really good. Um, and Kang the whole time is like like authoritarian levels of of fucking like you don't know who the fuck you're messing with. I'm I am the god of time. I control time. You know, it's like. It's perfect, Kang. Like this is the oh, absolutely. Best Kang I've I read think, in a I, long yeah, time. Yeah, this is. I I agree a hundred percent. I think uh, this is absolutely how Kang is. And if they do this type with him in the movies, if and if, going, if they do hey, you like, guys fucked with shit with the Thanos we timeline. Kang, we're gonna. Un- oh, oh my god! If we get this Kang in the movies, I would say he would probably rival Thanos as far as more more badass than Thanos was. Oh my god! This is the cut. Oh, it's so good. This was good. Hey Paul, what was it good? Yeah, I liked it. It's okay. two books in a row. You you you, you missed out on reading. So, all right. Um, any other Marvel for anybody? Oh, Invaders. Another good Chip Zdarsky book. Number nine. Oh, this was excellent. This is. If you guys aren't on the Invaders, you should be reading it. Okay. So, we find out that Namor doesn't have the control. That he thought he had. Um, how's he? How's he pronouncing the guy that's supposed to be Tommy's name? Machen. Machen. Yeah. Yeah, Machen. Um, he's kind of taken over. He, so is he mocking with Dokken? He's yeah. mocking some bad stuff happen. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you just got that now. Wow. I was Fozzie Bear in my own joke. Uh, well, you got to go, waka, waka, waka. Oh, yeah, okay. Shut the fuck up, Paul. <laughs> so You want a Fozzie Bear. So Namor is not following the plan to the letter. Um, He's attacking Roxxon drill sites, right? Yeah. And through the helm, the serpent... Uh, crown Machin is able to take over the the kid the peterson kid i think is yeah. his last name so now he's actually in the real world um cap and them make the ultimate decision that they're going to take namor down no matter what it takes and i don't know but this might be the first outside x book that mentions the krakoa thing well, no, Krakoa's always been a thing. No, 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 no. I mean, what's going on now? Uh, yeah. Whoa, wait a minute. So, is Invader's current timeline? I would believe so. The current storyline, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, there's a lot of go, a lot of action, 
but that's pretty much what happens. Um, but what, fi- what we find out so is... So they're doing an Apocalypse Now homage cover? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it is. Yeah, that's absolutely what that is. They find out that the heroes are going to go... Are gonna go and try to stop him, and so is Roxon. Roxon's also right. going to Atlantis, and but Roxon is going at them with they've they they've taken the the uh to the virus, yeah, and they're making their own water breathing yep agents, right? And uh, the kid that was turned uh backstabs Namor and takes the serpent crown. Well, because Machin is controlling him. Now. Yeah. So. Um, I don't know. It's a lot of Charles Xavier mind yeah. game shit, but it's so well written. Yeah. So good. Um, and that, that in that first battle, that's what they're trying to tell Namor. Xavier did something to you because we still have uh, the original human torch in yep. the Iron Man armor. Yeah. But we also see that this time they bring in uh Spitfire, who is another Invaders character yep. from one for some of the later books. Um, so I think we might see more Invaders characters popping into this. Yeah, and I know this isn't listed as a mini, but this feels like it's coming to a head pretty quick. This is probably going to be a twelve part mini. That's what I'm going to say. Assume, but this was excellent again. Yeah, another Zadarsky book. And uh, I don't know if we ever call, uh, gave a call out to the artist. Is on it this. Carlo Magno? Uh, yeah. Artists are yes, and Boot Magno Butch, and Butch Goose guys. Goose? Butch Geiss. 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 Yeah. So, yeah. And the art... Shut the fuck up, Josh. I didn't say anything. <laughs> Over there laughing at me. You know I can't pronounce shit. Did you read both of these so it doesn't matter which one I do? Uh, I read Guardians. I didn't okay. read Gwenpool. Gwenpool Strikes Back. Number two. Those? By Leah Williams. Uh, art by David Baldion. She had a an annual that was part of Acts of Evil. Was that part of that too, or was that just a different? It, it could it could have been. She know. is one of the fun. She is one of the funniest. Oh wait, this is this is number two. Yeah. Oh, okay, never mind. It was I number that, one. Yeah, I yeah. didn't read number one though. Uh, it's the one where she, she robbed tr- the bank. Yep. Um, this one, she's still trying to stay relevant, and she's turning up the sex appeal, and <laughs> has Deadpool help her. Oh, boy. And she keeps calling him Daddy Deadpool throughout this whole thing. He's like, whoa, I'm a lot of things, but you're like 16, aren't you? She's like, well, I was 17 when I was first introduced, and that was like eight years ago, but the way Marvel works, yeah, I'm probably still 17. Now, does he realize that she can yeah. break the fourth wall yeah, like yeah. he is? Because uh, Deadpool, um, Spider-Man, Spider-Man Deadpool, they used her. Um, so they break into... Uh, the basement of the Fantastic Four. And she's sifting through stuff, and he's like, she's like, well, you have to practice. I'm like, and it's not shown. Here she's trying to start a newsworthy breakup between Mr. Fantastic and Sue. So there's cardboard cutouts, and finally she's like, fine, I will kiss this if it'll make you happy. And kisses, but it's the real read. And Sue comes in and is like, what in the hell is going on? And he's like, it's not what it looks like. She's like, I, I know. What What is she doing here? And it's just great. So they're trying to um, get her. They're dragging her through the halls. And Ben comes out and he's like, what's going on? And Deadpool's like talking and just going on. And he's like, all right, I'm going back to bed. 
He's like, this isn't something I have to deal with as Deadpool's trying well, to... Well, he did just get done fighting the Immortal Hulk, so... <laughs> he's trying to fight him with the only thing that he brought with on this mission, which was fruit snacks. So he's literally just taking fruit snacks and smacking Ben, and he's just like, yep, I'm going back to bed. I do like how huge Ben is drawn there. Yeah. Normally, he's just like... A little, a little bit bigger than yeah. Green. He's but, towering yeah. in that one. That's pretty cool. But anyways, they are... Uh, eventually, they're tied up, and they're in Reed, and they're just arguing and, like, fighting. And Reed looks at Sue. He's like, so, is this like what it's like being preg? She's like, no, not at all. And then... Uh, he's like, I'm going to pull out the big guns. She's like, what do you mean? He's like... Oh, no. I mean the really big guns, and he's going to shoot his way out. And he's like, the one th- two things I never do. Miss a, miss a good chance for a pun, and big guns. So this was excellent. I mean... I, I, sh- I don't know why I didn't read this. I just forgot it was there, I guess. The, the uh, Terry Dotson covers on these have been amazing. Um, it's even like when, he, <laughs> when she's kissing Reed, there's even an aside. It's like, hey... Dotson or Dotsons, whichever one of you, this is the cover right here. I love it. Um, Leah Williams is doing a great thing. If this is leading into her doing an ongoing Gwenpool book, she gets the humor. I wouldn't mind seeing her on a future Deadpool because she gets that fourth wall breaking humor, but doesn't shoehorn it in. This, I mean, absolutely. Even if you're not a Gwenpool fan, this is fucking great. Again, will it ever be a pick of the week? No, but man, is it a delightful book to read. Okay, um, Black Cat number four by. You're still reading this piece of shit. Jed McKay and art by Travel Foreman. The art by Travel Foreman, I think, would be better suited for maybe a horror book than this book. Well, um, having this to becomes to a little bit of a, it, um, uh, call this a horror book. It's just just horrific. Um, we start off where the black cat shows up at the, is it four Yancey street now where the fantastic four live yes. thanks to Dan slot. Yeah. Um, with a bottle of bubbly to, uh, sort of seduce Johnny storm because, well, she needs to steal something from the fantastic four house. Huh? Weird, weird, uh, weird, weird, uh, kind of connection to the previous book. And, um, of course, he, Johnny Storm doesn't suspect anything because, you know, he's a ladies man and, and everything else. We pretty much find out that the white fox is looking for his last big score. So he needs. Isn't it the black fox? Is it the black fox? Fuck if I remember. I don't remember. Which, whatever Fox, the old dude. And um, I actually think Dave's right. We go. It might be Black Fox because is the White Fox Wait, one what? of those new characters, or is it the Silver Fox? Silver? No. Is it? I don't. Whatever. You're one the only one that read this, Paul. And uh, needs something out of the library, and they set this whole thing up, and. And they they end up getting Blastar out of a negative zone. Okay. And that's where we're ending here. Great. So, not great. 
So, um, I mean, well, great that you were down there with you, but yeah. uh, not great. All righty, one more Marvel book. Uh, I got one more. I have one more. Go ahead, Josh. Yeah, it's the same one. Okay. Uh, the final Marvel book. Didn't you read this? Prodigal Son, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy, number one. I didn't get to it. Or the Guardians of the Galaxy, the Prodigal Son, number one. I, either or. Um, written by Peter David. You also by put the wrong cover in my box. Francesco Sorry. Mana. Um, Sorry. I liked, I liked this because of how there wasn't any... There wasn't any sort of like trying to change anyone's mind in this. Everyone was very set in their ways and just fucking did what they were planning on doing. And it was hilarious in that sense. Uh, I, I like how they kept the uh, current Guardians of the Galaxy team and even make a joke at it. Yeah. Uh, because they show up and he's like, I recognize Groot. <laughs> yeah. Pro- Prodigal's flying back to Clordon to kill his brother uh, who has killed his, his father. Uh, the Guardians show up. Um, and his brother was an old drinking buddy with... Peter Quill. Peter Quill. So, you know, he's there to pay respects for his, his dad. When Prodigal shows up, and he's like, I'm going to kill him. So he has to fight the Guardians, and uh, Moondragon is kind of the one that just jobs him. Like, everyone else fights him, but then Moondragon's like, oh, well, I'm just going to put him to sleep. And they're like, why don't you do that more often? She's like, look, I'm a, master, I, I, I'm a master of illusions, so I need to keep the illusion that I work good on a team, which I thought was really funny. Um, but uh, while he's asleep, um, the the brother goes to address the people, and then suddenly the ghost of his father shows up and says, why did you kill me? Uh, because that's what Prodigal was accusing him of. And he's like, I killed you because you were a tyrant and all this stuff. And then Moondragon again is like, that was an illusion as well. You just admitted to killing him. Um, and they're like, well, all right, we're going to let Prodigal do what he wants with you then. But then it turns out the people are on his side. The, the well, he laughs at He's like, we're going we're gonna to leave it up to your, your land's law. He's like, I'm a royal. The laws of that of the kings. Like, There's no laws that, that deal with... There's no body set up to tr- put anyone in royalty to trial. So, um, Prodigal's like, all right, well, I mean, the people are with you, but I'm going to blow This is my planet. This is my planet. I'm going to blow up the sun. And they're like, well, hang on a second. He's like, nope, you got a day. I'm going to blow up the entire sun and it's going to destroy the planet. And the Guardians the are just like, all right, it is his planet. Yeah, they're like, I mean, you're just going to displace all these people? He's like, yep. I mean, fuck them. Fuck them. So, I mean, all the people flee the planet. The sun blows up and. And that's it. <laughs> He's just uh, prodigal flies away. He's like you fucking bastard. He blows up, blows up planet. So prodigal's one of my favorite new characters. I he hope he pops up. He like, doesn't give a shit, and it's great. Like, and it's not like in a. Well, we find out his dad isn't his real dad. Yes, his He's... mother. His dad was a celestial or an elder of the universe, and his mother died in childbirth. So, um, I don't know how that ties him to this fan. But basically, the, the brothers like look, look, dude. There's some mutations on this planet where, like, some people have two different color eyes, or maybe they, like... You can control every... You're, like, an, ele- you ha- you're, you're an elemental. You, you can, can control, control all four every- elements. Like, that's not a mutation. You are you're Captain just- Planet, man. Yeah, so... Um, I don't know why... So, if his father wasn't the king, and his mother wasn't... Or do they share the same mother? Well... I think they shared the same mother. They shared the same mother. Okay. All right. Um, so, I guess he's off to find out who his, who his dad was. I'm digging these. These are a lot of fun. Yeah, Peter David's doing a great job on it. Um, I'm not sure who's on art on these. Oh, it's Mana. That explains the good art. Yeah, I think I said that in the beginning. 
Uh, but yeah, it's, it's good. I'm, I'm digging all these prodigal books. All right. That moves us on to DC, correct? Uh, yeah. Okay. So are we going to start off with the big DC event? Well, event Leviathan. You're you're a villain. Event Leviathan. Who read that? Nobody. Nobody. Joe. Joe did. Joe. No, Joe didn't read it because I'm sure he didn't come in to pick up his fucking book. I can't. I I was gonna try. I can't. I can't fucking keep up with that book. It's so. No, the popular theory at this point is that uh, Leviathan is the original Manhunter because the symbol is exactly the same as the original Manhunter, not Marsh Manhunter. Yeah, man the man manhunter. Yeah, um, I know. but I mean, who cares? Exactly. No one knows who that and, is. And, and if it's manhunter again, who fucking cares? Who cares. Make it fucking, uh, you know, Shazam or or anything Al- Alfred's, else. Alfred's Alfred's yeah. twin brother. Exactly. Fred. That's even better. Alfred's twin brother Fred. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Who cares? Norman so, Pennyworth. You know that's the big event yeah. because you know it's a big event because event is in the name. Exactly. Didn't but, you tell that joke last week? It's hey, no, look, he did. I'm going to tell it every week. Yeah. It didn't, it didn't every go, week, callback, Dave. Yeah, but it didn't go over well last week either. So well, Does the whole event's not going over. Doesn't well. matter. Yeah, the Listen, event's not the going. You over. try to make jokes every week that don't go well. It doesn't stop you from it's, trying. We talk and we discuss yes, about jokes. Yes, but I don't repeat jokes. them. We talk also, about jokes. No one has heard that joke land. yet because the episode isn't out yet. So <laughs> and so may never be they out. May it never may never be out because it could be the lost episode. Batman number seventy-eight. City of Bane. Oh my God, Clayman written, art. written this is by Clayman Tom art. King, borderline pornographic artist. And Clayman, my one of my favorite parts is when they're at the beach. And oh, I'm totally. Bruce Wayne is ordering a drink for both of them, and the bartender's like going, "Dude, bro, oh, bro, is that your wife? Bro, is that your wife? Fucking amazing!" Because she walks away and. So not, that's not yeah, but ass. I'm totally digging <laughs> Magnum PI. Uh, so I Bruce. take I take it none of you watch ESPN like talk shows. So you think ca- no, you not at all. Catch pardon the interruption. So the sports ground in the back. Apparently, Tom King is a big pardon the interruption fan because I caught it too. I'm like, that's like pardon the interruption type dialogue. And someone messaged like said something on Twitter. He's like, oh, so you caught the pardon pardon the interruption. So I thought it was a little cool. Okay. Um... I loved the dialogue back and forth between Bruce and Selena yeah, throughout it, the whole thing. It, it really gets across that they. This still is have this is like th- his miracle man level of stuff. This Mr. was miracle. very. Or, yeah, sorry, you're right. I I pulled a Dave. My bad. You do that pretty Mr. often. Mister Miracle. For, you say Miracle Man all the time. No, that it, was it, Dave. Um, no, he didn't read the book. Mister Miracle and uh, Big Barda. A lot of times when they Anyway, just yeah. no, you're go. right. The, the, the dialogue is actually much better than this, and and Catwoman kind of explains her she explains for wh- leaving him on the one way, which day. I didn't think was the way originally it was set up in the book. It almost felt like it was a setup from Bane, but yeah, she but makes no, it like no, it no, wasn't. The, the, it was the her friend pushed her. Well, that was that was sort that was supposed to be Bane controlling. That it, was but, the Bane, but setup. it does. But this explanation doesn't feel like it. What with what she says, she feels like it was kind of um, it was all her. I loved it. I loved all of this. The fact that we t- 
don't get really a resolution to the Alfred thing from last issue, well, I'm okay with because well, I feel we got a resolution to the wedding issue. 79 is going to go back to Gotham and then 80 is going to be another cat and bat book. And in number 80, Tom King has said that there is going to be a definite conclusion to whether it was a boat or not. A boat or on the street. So, okay, so what did you guys think Catwoman's reason for leaving him then was? Because it's supposed to be explained in this one. The way I interpret it is that she saw Bane was coming for him, so she had to hurt him so that he would go full Batman mode and be able to give 100% of his focus to defeating Bane. Is Absolutely. that what yes, yeah. this was? Um, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, you're not I'm, misreading I'm with anything that. there. And, and he's like, look, I don't have to be unhappy to be Batman. Yeah. He also says, without her, this is what happens to him. Bane takes over, everything goes to shit without her. So, and that's where it ends. You know, you, you know, my world is dust without you at the end when they give that. So, I mean, this is just lending to it. I thought it was always going to be Thomas Wayne taking over the Bat Cowl, but now with the new rumors that they're going to be introducing a black, back, a black Batman, which is going to be Lucius Fox's kid, yeah. who's uh, Batwing. I can see him walking away after the Bat. I'm fine with that. Batwing's a good character. They don't use enough. I, he was in Detective Comics yeah. a little bit, and he was always the coolest fucking one. But because he had like, he had like the Iron Man levels of fucking tech, and and was underutilized in my opinion. So, so I'll be excited if. Uh, I mean, it's obviously not going to stick for very long because no, you know, anytime they go away from Bruce Wayne being Batman, sales plummet. Yes. Yeah, it won't it won't stay, and then they'll get to what uh, issue one hundred, and well, you know, no, they're <laughs> rebooting. I'm pretty sure they're gonna end up rebooting. Yeah, they're not. Oh, they're rebooting. The, okay. Yeah, Tom King's. Oh, the Tom King run's gonna be yeah. his own literally literal run. Yep. Okay. Um, I'm also thinking they should be. They won't be far off from hitting what nine hundred because didn't they just do eight hundred? Was what? well, I I don't know. I mean, there's a big theory right now that. Because Doomsday Clock's final issue is slated to come out, I think, the yeah, same we week at the end of yeah. the Doom the Right Doom now, the, right now, the, uh, the end of the this time. Tom King's run. This is supposed to come out the, the, end, same, the, the same, same day. Week. They same might week. be doing like a soft reboot on the universe, um, which is, which would set up, you know, you know, a Black Batman or I mean, tons of other things. So, who knows? Maybe that's maybe that's the reason why they're pulling him off the run early. Yeah, maybe. I think this was. Tom King at what Tom T- King does best with the dialogue between, you know, relationships well, what, what and stuff. I th- what I think it did is it, it made him compress his final Batman books and expand on the Batcat stuff outside of it. So Oh, this was this so felt like gonna, a really good setup for Batcat where we're like, Oh yeah, I want to read that. So you're not gonna get And if many, Clay Man's doing the art for Batcat, all in. You're not gonna all get in. uh you know Three pages of him, or three yeah, issues if, of him being in his own mind. If Clayman's on that run, then uh, invest in Kleenex stock. Because it'll be tissue time. Yeah. DC yeah. pick of the week. Uh, this is my pick of the week. All right. Okay. Any other DC this week? Mm-hmm. Detective Comics 1011. Uh, the conclusion to the whole jungle thing. Um, we see how Bruce gets his outfit. Mm-hmm. Which, um, okay, so I have two questions about that. One, they conveniently have a cowl-shaped helmet? I guess. Sure. 
Why not? And then he dips himself in mud to then cover his entire body in clothing. Yeah. To hide. Didn't you ever see Predator, dude? Yeah, but he's not a he's not a predator. He's Deadshot. Deadshot has the thermal thing over his eye, though. Cause, okay, Because sure. the Japanese guy takes it. Sure. What? But but th- th- that was the only two the two fucking weird things about this in my everything else okay was good the, the cow you know what the, no there was one part that really fucking disturbed me and it's at the end of the book and I will get to it the the, the cow did kind of throw me off but I got the whole third like dipping himself in mud I thought he was gonna attack him just naked covered in mud predator style yeah yeah no and then he put on clothes and I was like what the fuck all right so anyway the battle ensues he comes up with a plan. Um, with the help of the old guys, with the help of the old guys, they they f- don't fly, but they kind of they Ewok him with a fucking fuselage. With, yeah, with the 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 old fighter plane. Yep, they wrap it up in vines and they they hit him with it. Um, and then he basically gets a, a nice good uppercut on Deadshot and knocks him out and shelling or yelling, "Shut the hell up!" They're they're all saved. Bruce walks back in the woods, says, "Hey, you want to stay here? I understand it." I gave you a communicator, and I'm also going to send drop packages. And then, then he we drops get... off a gift package, and this is what fucking pissed me off. Batman has the creepiest fucking yes. smile. This is yeah. horrifying. That fucking smile is... Batman shouldn't smile, unless it's like a cheap joke. Oh, yeah, joke. It, it, it's there's, horrible. There's maybe five times I can think of Batman That's smiling. That's terrible. That, it's not yeah. terrible. It's terrifying. It's, dis- it's disturbing, um, yeah. But uh, the best part of it is... He just gives them a bunch of food, another communicator, and basically a bunch of history textbooks for what they miss. Well, they're cla- they're like yeah. new age classics, so, you know, like Slaughterhouse Five and stuff. Books they wouldn't have had read because they didn't exist. Catch Twenty Two, yeah, Catcher in the Rye. So, well, yeah. Catcher in the Rye is a fucking overrated piece of crap, but uh, all the other books Agreed. are pretty good. Um, that's just personal opinion, but uh, so it was it was cool ending for those dudes. I could do I was a, I, I was worried do an hour rant on why that's an over fucking hype piece of crap what about I slaughterhouse would... five slaughterhouse five is good yeah slaughterhouse five is really good yeah. it's yeah, very good um catch 22 is very good catch with the rise overrated as fuck it is a spoiled rich kid is that um, all it is it, it basically yes i was worried that the japanese guy was going to die then because he got shot yeah. but i guess he's okay which is cool then we get kind of the a, a fucked up update to the the whole mr freeze thing is he like trying he's to collecting women that look like look Nora. like his wife um, to, oh, that's creepy. To Frankenstein yeah. her back to life. Right. Yeah. So well, that's creepy. Yes. And that's what Luther offered him to be part of You're the Villain. Yes. And, wow. and it, it kind of looks like they're they're going to, I don't know, like give plastic surgery to one of the girls to finish her look, to make her look. I don't know. That was kind of the vibe I got from. But either way, fucking creepy. It, it started off kind of melancholy and, you know, sympathizing with them. And then it's like, okay. He's fucked. Well, when he took her out of the glass and was like, kind of, I like, thought he was like, okay, I cured her. Kind of like, like, no, oh, like, shit, is Nora like, like Nora is one of the people that remains dead. Like she's yeah. she's on ice the same way Uncle Ben is. And well, she's and, not dead. She's just on ice. Yeah, but she's been in there. I mean, yeah, yeah she's been in the ice for so, a long time. She might have freezer burn. I don't think we're gonna get Nora back. But we're probably gonna get like, oh, we can transport but her memories the, into a similar the, body. The last sort of issue when he like did the last dance with Mary Jane type thing, whether it was like just. Uh, very creepy. He he didn't dance with her, did he? He just kind of looked at her and then put her back uh, in the glass. He, he kind of like like I don't know. He did something with her. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, it definitely took it 
again, the first couple of teasers were like, okay, I'm going to sympathize with this guy, you know, whatever. Um, and it was not, not as uh, sympathetic as I thought it was going to be. All right. Any other DC? Flash 78, which I'm going to let Josh take over because I really don't remember this. <laughs> um, This is the one where they finally have some heavy repercussions. Flash type things? Um. This is where oh, this okay, is where yeah. Steadfast has had uh, tried to double cross him, um, but uh, Barry remembers that there's a connection between specifically the Speed Force and the Still Force, and he kind of overloads uh, Steadfast and kind of knocks him out of his tr- st- Still Force trance or whatever. Um, uh, we cut to Cold is recruiting um, Mirror Master. Uh, Mirror Master. Uh, to be part of the not, not really recruiting him so much, but he last last cold remembers his sister was with Mirror yeah, Master. Yeah, so he's like, "Look, you can join us, but you need to tell me where my sister is." And 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 Sam Sam Scudder doesn't know where he's at, so um, he offers to help her if he'll help her get back together with him. Uh, so I mean, they're slowly building up the rogues again, and, and they seem to they seem to be like full blown meta now, like kind of crazy meta. Yeah. Because, uh, I mean, Weather Wizard is still, like, some fucking eldritch-looking weird D&D villain kind of guy with a scythe and shit. So, um, meanwhile, uh, back at the, the, the Flash Museum... They found a way to track when the Black Flash shows up. Right. And, and they're worried that... Um, what is it? Psych is the one that's not cooperating, and they're like, look, if he keeps using his powers, he's using his powers to mask himself so that they can't find him, but because he's using his powers, the Black Flash can find him because he's exhibiting force powers. And they're like, he doesn't realize this. He thinks he can handle it on his own. We need to find him. So they take off to find him. Uh, Cold ends up... Fuerza and, and, and Steadfast are like, well, we can help. And he's like, no, if you use your powers, he'll come after you. For once, he's not coming after me because... He wants to make the Speed Force the dominant force again. And they're like, well, no, we're going to help you. But Cam- Commander Cole kind of puts him in cold cuffs. and Well, in meta-dampening cuffs. Yeah. He ends up chasing down Black Flash. Uh, he sees Psyche on this train. He's going to rob or whatever. Well, he's going to run. One. Yeah, he's going to run the train. He's like, I can live here safe for the rest of my life. It's not a great life, but you know what? Fuck it. But uh, Flash shows up, and it's he gets there too late. The Black Flash beats him there and, and, and kills Psyche. So... Finally, the well, stakes are kind of turned well, up. Well, Flash, Flash has a plan. He knows that the Black Flash is a pretty much a living being of the Speed Force. So he's just gonna. His plan is to run till the Speed Force is completely dead. Yeah, he's kind of trying to pull a Wally West thing, where he runs to the end mm-hmm. of time, where death has no meaning, sort of thing. Um, He's willing to give up the powers of the Speed Force and so destroy the Speed Force so that other, no one has to die because of the Black Flash, which is which is cool. Um, I like it. I mean, uh, typically, I, 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 I always like the Black Flash, but to be honest, every time he's shown up, he's been defeated. So with them kind of trying to raise the stakes of the Black Flash, it's like, okay, well, clearly he's going to beat them. They're going to beat them. But in this case, they didn't. I mean, Psych is fucking dead, so... Um, I'm not really too hurt about it because Psych was my least favorite of the new Force users. Um, in fact, but, I, I can't. I don't really care too much for Steadfast either. But Flares is really fucking cool. Um, so if this is how they're going to get rid of the, the speed, the, the other forces, okay, I guess they're going to kill them off one by one. But I would, I would be okay if they had Flares to stick around in some some capacity. So, 
Um, other DC books. Anyone else read anything? Nope, I can't I'm read out. a kind of DC book. Uh, hang on. I've got uh, Gotham City Monsters number one. I tried, and I didn't get to it. Um, How was it? This was good. Really? Uh, it wasn't bad. It's, okay. It's setting up kind of a... It's setting up Monster Town in Gotham, and it makes reference to the whole uh, Lex Luthor, City of Bane stuff. Um, hang on, I'm trying to get to the credits here so I can talk about who was responsible. Uh, I think it's Steve Orlando. Steve Orlando is on, the, on, um, I wrote it, and then uh, Trish Mullivill, or no, she's the, she's yeah. a colorist. Uh, Amon K. Nahuelpan. Sure. Is the artist, <laughs> and he did a great job. Hand it to Dave. I want Dave to try to pronounce it. <laughs> uh, but uh, the, the main characters yeah, are. That last name, Dave. Go ahead. Say it. Go ahead. The second one. We know Orlando. It's like the city. Nahuelpan. <laughs> it's as good as guess as mine was. Uh, so the, the 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 big characters in this are Andrew Bennett, the the vampire. Um, he's trying to take out the other vampire. He's basically blatant in this book. He's taking other vampires. Uh, uh, Killer Croc is there trying to make a new life for himself because he's been kicked out of the Suicide Squad. Um, uh, Frankenstein is going around doing kind of Punisher-esque things, taking out some of the monsters that are making a bad is name for monsters. Is that how the Frankenstein was in the New 52? A little bit, yeah. Did, yeah. I mean, he's kind of like a monster bounty hunter sort of guy. Okay. Like a Van Helsing who's also a monster sort of thing. Uh, so the like, whole dichotomy there. Um, but he's going around, he kills like this deer man, he kills a mandrill that's trying to do some other shit. Uh, Orca shows up, she's involved in some way or another. Uh, I thought Clayface was going to be there for a second because there's this guy on a fishing boat who ends up getting pulled into the water by Orca and then dissolves into clay, but it turns out it's Lady Clay who is just posing as a fisherman. Um, she also happens to be an actress. Um, or I guess, I guess actor is the, the catch-all term nowadays. Uh, and she's going to be in this play that Frankenstein was invited to and that uh, Killer Croc was invited to. And the whole purpose of this play is going on is that this powerful vampire guy is going to be coming back from the dead um, and they're going to sacrifice all the souls of the attendees in the audience to bring about his, his return. Um, the Andrew Bennett guy, the vampire, shows up to team with Frankenstein and Frankenstein's like, look, you, you bit one of the vampires to try to kill one of them. All of his blood is tainted and he cuts him in half. He doesn't die, but he's like, he dispatched for a second. Um, but either way, all these people's souls are forfeit, and um, this, uh, what the fuck is his name? Um, the big bad guy's name is, uh, who cares? Oh, Melmoth. Uh, he shows up and is supposed to be... You were right the first time. Yeah. You were totally right the first time. I, I, give it a read. It's, it's, it's not bad. Uh, it's kind of go fuck yourself. It's kind of separated no, 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 from, no, 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 no. Listen to me closely. Go fuck yourself. If, if anyone read like uh, no, 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 Josh, Josh, very, very, Justice League very dark stuff. Very, or if anyone very likes Justice League dark here. stuff or or like very Seven closely. Soldiers of Fortune. Sort the last of stuff. two things I read on your fucking recommendation were so horrendously bad <laughs> that you need to build up some credit. And it's not going to be then fucking start, Gotham City well, Monsters. Well, do one. we have any independence this week? Yes, we do. Okay. Well, hang on. Might... I got You're the Villain Riddler. No, I'm not, I'm not reading that one. Good. I got Batman Who Laughs. Nope, not didn't read that one either. 
But we can do a good, good crossover. Uh, but Black Hammer Justice League. Number three. How are we doing on this? I, I've been enjoying it. I uh, mean, they the had first. The first couple pages are hysterical. Are oh, absolutely. still on the farm? Yes. We well, we have we have the half of the team that's back in Metropolis with the Justice League half, and they're being interrogated and by a Hawk Girl, Martian Manhunter, and Aquaman, and they're like, "Where the fuck are our team members?" A- Abe, Abe's kind of like be- being truthful. Uh, Matt, <laughs> Madam Butterfly's like, I could just fucking teleport all of us out of here. At well, any Madam second. Dragonfly. Yeah, Madam Dragonfly. Uh, and then <laughs> Barbarian's like green Martians. How the fuck is that even a thing? And uh, and Gale, Golden Gale is like flirting with all the the men that are interrogating her, and they're like, "This is uncomfortable. You're like fucking ten years old." Fucking. There's one Bar- part Bar-Balian where Barbarian turns, turns into Martian Manhunter, and, just and he's like, "Ooh, so- look at me! I'm a little green man. What a stereotype! You should be ashamed of yourself." Hilarious. Loved it. If we got more of that, the rest of the issue, this probably would have been a pick of the week. Finally, Gold Gale's like, "Do you want fuck this?" and just takes off. Yeah, she just breaks out because they're like they didn't. They're only there because it, it's kind of like in in Super in, in Man of Steel where like they have him in cuffs and he's only in cuffs just kind of as a show. Like I'm not a threat. So they're in they're they're in prison, which Justice League has him in prison for some fucking weird reason. I thought that was kind of weird, but uh, well, like, they break I get out. It. They showed up right after the rest of Justice League disappeared. So. Yeah, but I mean, they're, ju- they're the Justice League. They should at least give them a chance, and they're not, like, fighting them. Um, but anyway, we cut back to the farm. Um, you know, Cyborg and and, uh, and Bruce are, are talking about, you know, the, the how the weird the passage of time is and stuff, and and how... And Cyborg is... He's the only he's one that's pointing figured out, out that... Yeah, it seemed, they've been here 10 years. They have 10 years' worth of memories, but... He thinks it just happened. Yeah, and Bruce is like working on some sort of transmitter, and he's like, "Look, that's never gonna work." And he's like, "You don't have the ceramic c- conduits that we would need. They don't exist here." And he's like, "Fuck, that's six weeks or six months of work out of the way or a waste." And he's like, "Look, man, time's irrelevant here. So, I mean, what do you want?" And then they discover in a pile of junk, Talkie Walkie, who comes to life and asks, "Who the hell are you?" Um, then we jump to. Uh, Green Lantern zone. and uh, Colonel Weir in the Parazone. And he's kind of giving him a, a story of w- what happened to them and what happened to the original Black Hammer when he was torn to shreds. And uh, they talk about the mysterious man that showed up in both their universes. And they're, and they're starting to see things that Weir didn't know happened, which is impossible. Well, I think the the thing he saw that, didn't, that w- was impossible was, was man. Flash was running towards the barrier and Green Lantern's like, "Are you telling me he's gonna die when he hits that barrier?" He's like, "Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna die just like Black Hammer did." He's like, "No, I'm gonna stop him." And he's like, "You can't do that. This is already set in motion." Well, and he, he pulls him out and pulls him into like you know a Green Lantern bubble, and it kind of blows up, and they get teleported to another part of the Parazone that Colonel Weird's never seen before. And Flash survives, you know, touching the barrier. Then, um, meanwhile, Golden Gale runs into Zatanna, and she says, "Look." I can tell the magic. I, you, I have. you have a weird kind of magic, and she's like, my magic doesn't work here. And he's like, maybe you just don't know how to say it. So rather than saying Zafram, she has her say it backwards, and she finally turns back into old woman Gale. So I think it's the first time we've seen her other than flashbacks in the Black Hammer book, but it's a lot of fun. We finally have some cool stuff happening with yeah. all these character interactions. Um, I'm really enjoying this. I don't remember if this is six parts. Um, or it's not 12, is five. it? Five. Oh, okay. So two more issues to go. I- I'm enjoying yes. it. It's a lot of fun. 
Okay. Any other independents? All right. One of the other hot image books no. that are coming out? No. Coffin Bound. No. Written by Absolutely Dan not. Waters. And artist is by Danny. Um, we get the, um, I think it's the Earth Eater is, goes to a person and kind of cuts them up. We find out that Why are you doing our this main character, because I, I enjoy it. Um, any our, other our main character, I, it, I the, the person she ended up with at the end was a dude, even though we couldn't tell by the art by Danny. And uh, evidently, um, you know, they get together and his little girl sees our main character. She's hiding out there. Okay, she sleeps on. over. Oh, no, we're not done. They bang. They don't have Nobody anything to do. Cares. And uh, the Earth Eater is coming back. And uh, she, our main character, wants to run. The boyfriend wants to hide. And then we have the guy that set this whole thing up as this figured out that there's like bacteria on his skin. So he decides to chop off that bacteria and he makes a phone call without having any limbs at all and i went i'm done <laughs> i wouldn't have made it that far i'm done so i don't care how good coffin bound is we're not recommending it it's fucking terrible i don't know what the fuck's going on it's fucking terrible all right to a really good book then go like, ahead Dottie cates gary brown baby teeth number 16 this is the second Baby Teeth book this year. Just like... No, there was some early in the year. Took, there was? Yeah. Yeah, it took a hiatus right after like my birthday, so probably like February, March. Okay. We jump five years later. Five years later. We do a time jump. We do. And the, uh, the main character, she's doing... She's listening. She's on her phone again, leaving another... So does that make Baby Teeth a kindergartner? Well, he doesn't. He doesn't age right in the regular world. Only because so slow or fast. Slow. Slow. Yeah, he doesn't really age all that well. He'll live so to he's be now a toddler. <laughs> well, he was a toddler because when they are put to hell with the sister, the sister ages like forty years, and he ages like five. So he is like kindergarten age. He has been for a little while. Okay. But she's leaving another uh, video message to him, kind of explaining everything that happened. And the devil comes back from. Visitors up front. They said they texted you. It's that one guy. I can't remember his name. Okay. You need backup. Oh. So he opens up a, he comes out of the portal and uh, she's like, and so he's like, where the fuck's my dad? Devil's like, uh, I'm, I'm so sorry you didn't make it. And she's like, what, how? And he's like, finally the devil's like, well, you know, I had this whole convoluted story that I was going to tell you about how it happens. But you know what? At this point, who cares? I fucking killed him. 
and she knocks down um, the older sister and grabs the kid and just starts fucking pinching him. And as he starts wailing, the hole gets bigger and bigger. And more and more just evil beings come flooding out of hell. And that leads to an all-out war. So, um, Devil's good, and t- and he thinks he's got the upper, upper hand until he is fucking just toasted like a marshmallow. Obviously, he d- doesn't die, uh, but it's Marty, the giant flying dog demon thing, which is the best character in this entire book. Is this Baby Teeth? Yeah. Okay. You, I don't know why you don't... This has you written all over it. I... I think it's just because I've never read the beginning. So like, I, it's one of the I, books I, I, I need think to get I on. think if you would read like the first two or three issues when it starts like getting a little weird, you'd be like, okay, I'm hooked, and you would catch up instantly. Um, but anyways, we skip back to the current day and we find out this war is still going on. Um, and the old Indian lady, uh, who her son was one of the first chosen ones. Uh, she finally passed away of old age because she had aged like 70 years in hell. Um, but they kind of burn her corpse. And finally, uh, the older sister uh, is just like, this is going to happen to all of us. She realized that we're all going to fucking die. You know, he's immortal. So he's going to fight this war until we just all die. He's like, Do you know what? I want to go back to somewhere that's home. And they go back to Salt Lake City where it all started. And they go to their house. And the funny thing is Sadie gets the door and she's like, it's locked. And it's like, well, you can get the hide a key under the rock there. Or you can walk through the giant fucking hole where I drove a truck through it. Uh, but they do go it go in and they find out that their mom is still alive and waiting there for them. So I don't know where this is going now that we've done this big time jump. But holy fuck, is this good? This, uh, in any other week, probably would have been my pick of the week, but it's, again, we had three Donny Cates books and two Chips Zdarsky books, a Tom King book. I mean, it's a hard week to be a pick of the week. Am I the only one? I have no indies other than that Black Hammer book. David? There were some that I meant to read, a bunch of number ones, but they didn't stick with me. We had three extra days to read, you fucking slackers. Oblivion Song, number 19. Uh, we're getting more backstory on these faceless people. And the... Uh, is it... Uh, they're in the prison, and one of them breaks breaks them out, and he's like, come on, quick, I'm going to break you out. It's like, I'll come back for the rest of them. They get outside, and he's like, oh my god, thank you so much. He's like, are we going to go back and save him? He's like, yep, sadly no. Just fucking rips his head off. And he's like... Oh, such a mess. And then we go to the uh, the scientist and his family. And he's like, they're kind of explaining everything on the other side to this girl. And the, mo- the mom's finally having a breakdown. Like, she'll never drive. She'll never have friends of her own age. You know, it's also weird for her. We can only tell her our side of it. And he's like, listen, we need to do this. Then we go into this giant fucking golden temple, which the art here is fucking phenomenal. And they are kind of all praising one of the leaders of this thing. And he's talking to uh, talking to the scientist, uh, Keith. Um, and he's like, 
what is this? And he pulls out one of the transporter needles. He's like, we can go to the other side. He's like, I had no fucking clue this thing existed. I seen someone do it, but I didn't know what happened. And he basically like, well, you're going to figure it out and you're going to get us back to the other world. Meanwhile, another person, another one of the faceless comes in and he's basically like, why the fuck are we speaking their language and all this shit? He's like, what's going on? And the leader's like, well, there was another dead human found. He's like, so what? Who the fuck cares? And he's like, we need them to study, to study them, to figure out their ways. And basically they, they have a standoff and, um, the leader's kind of subdued. And then of course the rest of the Royal guard gets to him and basically is like, what, what's going on? He's like, I, w I will know their strengths. I will know their weaknesses and whatever Krang decides whether they live or die, I will be ready. So he's kind of like the leader of, I guess, the scientific side of it. And he just fucking hates humans. But he's like, okay, I guess we'll have to do what has to be done. So this, again, has been really good. And then the final book of the week, Analog, number awesome. eight. Huh? Paul has some. Did he do un Unearth already? I have no idea if he did or not. But if he's not back, fuck he it. He did not. Um, we get to Jack and he finds a bar, which is some type of ex-fling of his. And he's like, listen, I need your car. And the, f the phone rings and it's, it's great. And it's like, put Jack McGinnis on the phone. And the guy behind the bar is like, fuck off. And she yells, put him on. It's like, or the next, <laughs> the next time I'm in Texas, I will burn that shithole that you call a home to the ground. And he's like guess this is your wife and it is uh his girlfriend and kind of explaining everything that's going on in dc and what's going on it's like you uh you're you're all over the news you're wanted for killing a cop i realized they just released the news a little bit early because the cops show up the sheriff literally kills the deputy as like oh jack mcginnis you killed the cop and he he's on a run and what you find in texas is there's both the regular cops the feds and then the church cops, which don't follow any rule other than the Lord's will. So they're basically like above all other laws. They see it, but he's able to uh, get away. Uh, Oppenheimer, meanwhile, is downloading this um, AI onto a planet, onto a ship that he's launching to hopefully... Um, hopefully take this planet and see if it's inhabitable in mars and jack's like i can't do this and he finds out that his mission is to get the boombox which is the ai from china there so he can replace the corrupted ai and hopefully china can figure out a way if that's an inhabitable place for the future and he's gonna take a plane uh to do it that is like a world war ii style plane so it doesn't have any of the radar or anything like that that can be traced did the art change on this um because no. i remember i remember like in the first run the first arc all the guys looked the same yeah it's gotten better uh it's still o'sullivan okay on art uh jerry dugan i i thought i thought the the old way was it, it had kind of a, a charm to it where everyone was just kind of like fucking square jawed and fucking yeah. huge headed, but uh, 
yeah, I, it's, I, I, it's I need to catch up on that. That one, that one always seemed interesting to me. Yeah, yeah, Jerry Dugan. Um, and then there is an ad for Dead Eyes, uh, number one in the back. So obviously we'll get Dead Rabbit one and two before we get new stories out of that. But on Earth number three, this Colin Bunn book. Did no one else read this? This is the one where they have that virus. And... Yeah, I know what I know what it is. No, I'm I just not I lost it. interest after number two. Okay, all right, there you go. There's your number three. And that's it. On to Meteor. Doomsday Clock has release date uh, the week before Christmas, I believe. Mm, or the week of Christmas. I, I thought it was in November. No, no, no. It's December. Okay. Uh, it's the second to last week in December is when it will release. Okay. I saw James Gunn posted the cast list for Suicide, The Suicide Squad. And it's pretty much everyone that's been confirmed. I don't think there's any... Uh, it was a pretty big cast list, yeah. but he, I think he had said, don't, don't get attached, get attached yeah. to any of them. Um, Future Foundation was canceled. Um, I think we touched on that already. Um, uh, Daniel Warren Johnson is writing and drawing Wonder Woman Dead Earth for DC Black Label. So, Oh, I did see that. I'm that really seems ex- interesting. I'm really excited for that. I mean, he was so good on Murder Falcon that, mm-hmm. yeah, I'm going to pick up anything that he throws down. Frank Miller previews his next Batman comic, The Dark Knight Returns the Golden Child. No one cares. Do you care? Do you, Josh? Be honest. I might I might read it. Well, out of pure just out of p- sadistic curiosity. I want to see, see how bad it'll be. Um Marvel has pretty much a short list of uh Zachary Montgomery, Lucas Still, or Zach Efron for the part of Adam Warlock. Um, Zachary Montgomery is from Stranger Things. Uh, Lucas Still, um, I've seen him in um, things. That's the guy that played Billy, right? Uh, Zachary, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lucas Still, I couldn't fucking tell you. He looks like fucking Jared Padalecki from Supernatural. Like a younger version he of him. He looks exactly yeah. like him. I could totally see Efron doing it. Efron, oh, oh Efron Zach Efron, yeah. Efron, I, I, I used to not like him because what he was in High, high School, school musical, musical, yeah, and that sort of garbage. But, but after he's seeing been in... him in um, the uh, the Ted Bundy uh, Netflix was movie, really good. Yeah, he was very good in that. It wasn't great overall. What, what, what's the but... mo- uh, What's the movie with Steve Carell? Is that he? Isn't he in that as well? Uh, uh the wrestling movie. No, no. Uh, You're thinking of something Fox or whatever. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I he I mean he's been in some some stuff recently that looked pretty good. I just don't think. Uh, I've seen he it was all. he was pretty good in uh, uh, Bad Grandpa with De Niro. He was in uh, that n- that neighbor movie. The neighbors, Bad yeah, neighbor with uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen. And that's all I have. Uh, yeah, I don't have much. I don't and then uh, he, he did. The only one we really have is Eddie Money. Yep. Um, announced he had cancer about a month ago. Earlier in the week, it was announced that uh, hospice care was in. And he passed away Friday, uh, age 70. So um, that's all we have. Um, Paul had to step out. So uh, for the maestro. I'm Dave the Mad Hatter. Jimmy Kimmel almost live. Josh, you're at here. Right. That's not your nickname. Josh, Joe's friend, right. There you go. There you there go. You go. And remember, kids, the path of knighthood is paved with strength and nobility, not LSD and sideburns. <laughs>
be good to each other.